Hey everybody, this is Sophie and welcome to episode 109 of the Big Boo Cast. On this episode, Melanie and I are going to talk about some exciting college baseball developments. We're going to talk about a couple of shows that Melanie has been watching. We're going to talk about a few little pop culture things that I am really looking forward to. And we're also going to talk about what famous people we like to follow on Instagram. It's going to be a whole bunch of fun. Before we get into that, though, I just wanted to take a minute to tell you, if you would like to keep up with Melanie or with me away from the podcast, there are a few different ways you can do that. You can follow us on Twitter. Melanie's at Big Mama. I'm at Boo Mama. You can follow us on Instagram. Melanie is Melanie Shankle and I am Boo Mama 205. You can follow our blogs. Melanie is the bigmamablog.com and mine is boomama.net or you can follow our Big Boo Cast page on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Big Boo Cast. All sorts of ways to connect, all sorts of ways to continue the conversation when the podcast episodes are over. So we would love to see y'all at any or all of those places. But right now, today, we are really glad that you're here. So we hope you really enjoy episode 109. Here we go. Everybody, this is Sophie. This is Big Mama. Hey, it's Melanie. It's Big Mama. And we were just talking about before we started to record about how deeply unproductive we've been the last yeah. few days. Yes, we have. I just here's the problem: is the heat is one of the sure. Things, which mm-hmm. I know I, I said I would never talk about the heat again on a podcast after listening to that <laughs> montage of us. Yeah, but I can't help it. It's just so hot, and so mm-hmm. I, it's hard to like if. I like to sleep late and then I feel like then my window is very small of the time that I actually want to be outside of my house because it gets mm-hmm. hot. So that's my problem. And so it just, it tends to make me just want to be home and watch TV. Well, so, you know, Alex has had football workouts at six in the morning. Oh gosh, that's terrible. Since Memorial Day. And so he has these, or the week after Memorial, I don't know, at some point. Mm-hmm. So he, he has these workouts that last from six to eight, and then he's been in summer school, which somebody asked me today if Alex and Caroline were in summer school for to do some, like, get some extra credits, or if they were trying to make up something. Oh, okay. And they're both in summer school. Alex is in summer school because he's we're trying to get some electives out of the way. And I say we, like I'm going to class for him, but he's yeah. trying to get some electives out of the way. So that he has room for a steady haul in his schedule, hopefully yes. in 10th and 11th grade. Yes. When, yes. when it's, so that's why. Well, and that was why Caroline was going to do summer school, but then you can imagine her devastation when she realized that what she needed to take in summer school was full. And so she hasn't been able to do uh, it. So she's going to have to do it next year at some point um, or next summer. But um Anyway, but that's what happens when you keep a form that your mom gives you in your backpack for about two weeks after she tells you to turn it in. Apparently, okay. sessions get full. Okay. So um, so it kind of has thrown off our June a little bit just because I was counting on her being in summer school and now she is not. Okay. So is there anything in July that she'll take? No, she's not. So summer school is only in June. And so that's out. But July, she's got various soccer camps and soccer activities. So we get a lot busier in July. Plus, Gully and I are trying to find a time to do the road trip with the kids, which, as you know, there's like no time, like between her boy's schedule and our schedule. 
and just life, it's like, well, here's our road trip. We're going to drive to New Braunfels and back in a day, and that's it. That's I right. mean, that's, that's pretty much all we have time to do. So anyway, we're um, still trying to figure stuff out. Well, since he has workouts at 6, from 6 to 8, and then he's been going to summer school, I've had pretty wide open mornings, which yeah. has been nice to do nothing, um, to, you know, I just, I don't know what I do. Sometimes I go back to sleep. Sometimes I, I, I don't know. I, David takes him, we kind of alternate days. And so the days that David takes him, I sleep later. Yes. Yes. That's but nice. I have felt very, just not at all motivated. I told you before we got on here that I have been exercising every day. So I congratulated myself on yeah. just being an average human being. Um, but listen, that's congratulations. but you've tried a Zumba class. We know now that you've tried a Zumba class. So you've got that that's going true. for you. So you've tried new things. Mm-hmm. Zumba was canceled last night, by the way, oh. or I would have gone again. Okay. Why was it canceled? Because the, the, I think because the person he taught it last week was out of town. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So, but I'll go okay. back next week. I'm, I'm right. not giving up on the Zumba. Okay. But yeah. I just, ha- I have, I have written some, I have, and today yes, I have you. written some, but I just, by and large, like I had, I have only put on makeup. I feel like on Sundays. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't put makeup every day. I put on a t-shirt and some, some walk-in attire, some, you know, I yep. just, I don't know. I've, I've just been. I get but I've it. enjoyed the fire out of it. Like I have enjoyed it so much. Well, and I think it's okay. Like at first I kind of felt weird, but I'm like, we are so busy during the school year that I'm like, if we have some days where we're home and not much is going on, that's okay. Like it just feels uh-huh. weird because I'm not used to it, but I'm like, we just need to enjoy these times. Cause I feel like from September to May, it's crazy. You know what I mean? It's like nonstop uh-huh. stuff. And so it's kind of nice to have, the downtime. But yeah, I'm the same. It's like we just aren't and like Carolyn has her workouts and so she does her workouts and she's got soccer practice some evenings. And so we've got stuff here and there. Um, but just we're just it's a little slower pace and I don't hate it. I'm gonna be honest. No, I don't I don't hate it either. Mm-hmm. I don't hate it either. Mm-hmm. Now I did try to, as you know, Mississippi State has made it to the College World Series. Yes, they have. Oh listen. Very mm-hmm. exciting. Mm-hmm. And you'll appreciate, okay, so there, there was this thing during the um, during the regional where one of the freshmen on the team had a banana. Yes. He picked up, yes. I guess at the hotel, he picked up a banana and he held it all through the, the regional games. And so they started calling it the rally banana. Uh-huh. And so there's always a banana now in the dugout at all points in time. People, they put it on their heads, they hold it, they talk to it, they answer it, they... Yeah. So at Vanderbilt, um, like Emma, one of Emma Kate's sons dressed up as a banana for the game. Like it's become a whole thing, the rally banana. And so I got a shirt in today that's a rally banana shirt. I'm very excited about it. It will be the T-shirt I wear tomorrow because, okay. you know, all I wear T-shirts and yes. um, workout stuff. But all that to say, yesterday I tried to cook me up a little trip to Omaha. Nice. But I can't, I can't, I cannot make it work. Like it's just, and you know me, I will, I will try to maneuver yes. and rearrange yes. and but I can't make it work. Like just schedule wise, the amount of time, first of all, plane tickets yeah. are ridiculous yeah. right now. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the problem with Omaha is it's a lovely place, but as the Counting Crows told us, it's somewhere in middle America. And so right. it's really hard to, it's, there's not a, there's not a great way to get to Omaha necessarily when you don't live in a major city, you know? Well, and I, you know, so the, I looked at the flights and I was like, that's way too expensive. Mm-hmm. And then so I was like, well, what if we drove? Because it's 14 hours. Well, what if we drove to, I don't know, Springfield, Missouri on the first, you know, I was trying to figure out all this stuff, but the bottom line is not knowing if state's going to win or lose tomorrow night or Saturday night. And if they lose, they'll go in the loser's bracket, but then you don't know if you're driving all the way out there for one game or you, ideally you would have, you would get to see two, but then if we won Saturday and we did get to see two, I can't get back in time for stuff here. So it's just, so what I'm saying is it's going to be an ESPN College World Series yeah. for, for the Hudson's. And that's fine. It is. Because I, 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 
I got to go to the women's final four and I feel like, you know, I told Daphne, my friend Daphne yesterday, I was like, who would have ever thought that we would watch Mississippi State play for a national championship twice in one year? Well, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I know. how about that? I know. I know. Listen, that's that the College World Series is to me an example of because, you know, A&M was there last year and it was one mm-hmm. the same thing where you're like, God, I really want to figure out a way to go. And it's just when you learn that being an adult has a lot of disadvantages. <laughs> Well, listen, there were these, there were these two guys, they're friends, uh, my friend Elise, one of these guys is friends with um, one of her sons. That was such an imitate way to explain that. So now Elise's son is friends with these two guys. Um, Anyway, but they were at Vanderbilt, again, all decked out in their banana Mm -hmm. attire. And so they wanted to go to Omaha and they're college students. They didn't go fund me. And oh. I'll be dad gum if they didn't raise the money to go. And they're going. Mm-hmm. See that now mm-hmm. people would frown on a forty-something-year-old woman <laughs> doing a GoFundMe like for her plane tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not so much. It's not quite the same. I know, but that's the no. advantage of being a college student. Is you just, I mean, because right. you know, I know I've told the story, but you know, when when Gully and I were diamond darlings and A and M made it to the College World Series, I mean, we just dropped out of summer school. It was like, well. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> we can't go to summer school. We're going to drop out. And that was, you know, that's one of my favorite of all time stories of Gully, because that's when her dad said, I absolutely forbid you to drop out of summer school and go. And she said, okay. And she did it anyway, because it was back before the days of cell phones. And he sure enough turned on ESPN and there she was blowing a bubble in the dugout. <laughs> We had a whole discussion about this. I saw some of my college friends this past weekend and about how now kids can't hide grades. Yeah, yeah. Because there was a, there was one friend of mine who <laughs> went to the registrar's office and changed her mailing address <laughs> to, so her grades would go to a friend's house. Oh, God. I know. At the end of the semester. Because your parents really didn't know how that was going until they got your report card, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. And my parents. There was, no, there was no online accountability. No. No. You can't. I mean, now, like Caroline, for high school, I can go on and see what she made on a paper she turned in that day. You know, like I can up to mm-hmm. the minute grade reports. But I don't know that my parents ever, because we were kind of same situation, because my mom moved halfway through my freshman year of college. And so my grades continued to go to that old address. And so I don't know that my parents ever had a clue what my grades were. I guess they just trusted that I was going to go to school. I don't know. And like to withdraw, like, I mean, I remember when we dropped out of summer school, like you just had to go to your like advisor's office and be like, Hey, I'm dropping out. I mean, there was no like online form that you had to sign or any, it was just, I'm not taking this class. So these eight hours. My parents will be gonna, fine with the fact. Yeah, these eight hours. I'm not going to get those credits this semester because I'm going to. But, uh-huh. mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. I I don't think I ever dropped out of anything without my parents. Well, no, that's not true. Mm-hmm. I did. I mean, I didn't drop out, but I did. I I dropped a, a math class one semester before, like when I could still get the money back for it, essentially, or yeah. I don't know. I don't know how that worked, but I did drop a math class at one point and without telling them, but yeah, you can't do any of that anymore is my point. Like it's all, Mm. your parents can find out on your phone what it is. So if you're like another friend of mine and get your report card and spill grape juice on it, like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, but these were all A's, you know, Um, you just can't tell because it's stained with grape juice, but trust me, these were all A's. Mm -hmm. There's none of that anymore. Like, nope, nope, none of that. None of that. The jig is up. Yeah, it's such a bummer. But yeah, back in those days, you just listen and we just hopped in a van and made our way to Omaha. Did you get in trouble for dropping out of summer school? No, I don't. To be honest, I don't think that my dad really cared because here's the other part of that story. And I think I've told this somewhere, but I had been engaged. And so within a week, I dropped out of summer school and broke off an engagement and planned myself a trip to Omaha. So I (laughs) think. Yeah. 
So I think it was one of those that my dad was probably just a little shell-shocked by all of it and just let it go. I think he was so relieved that I was going to Omaha and not getting married that he just kind of overlooked the fact that I dropped out of summer school. Right. Just, can so, he just, it was just all a wash at that point. Train wreck. It was, he was, just, uh-huh. yeah, it was just a 21 year old train wreck. So I think he was just like, look, if this is the least of my problems, because he actually, I'm trying to think, did he? No, not that one. One summer he actually took me to meet the RV that drove me to Florida for a regional, but that was, that was earlier on. Omaha, we just took, yeah, Gully's stepdad actually is the one that ended up driving us to Omaha in a van. He drove a big group of us. And so, and I'll tell you, once you get past like Texas, there isn't anything between Texas and Omaha, just a bunch of cornfields. Well, I really did think, I thought, well, Daphne and I drove to Columbus and that was 10 hours. I thought, what's four more to get to Omaha? You know, just would have to divide it up. So I've proven to myself that I can drive long distances, Mm -hmm. but it's just, golly, it takes time. You know, I mean, you really got to have two days on each end of whatever baseball you see. And we just, we don't have two days. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Well, but you can get all the dips. You can make some dips. You can for sure watch it all on TV. You can yes. you know, just, it'll, it'll be fine. It'll all be fine. And if, you know, if, if y'all were to get to the title game, I'm just saying nobody would judge you for buying a plane ticket and flying out there for that. Right. I know. I know. It's just David and I had planned, you know, we've planned an anniversary trip just for us. And so it does feel a little indulgent to go on the anniversary trip and to tack uh a trip to the College World Series, yes. on, in, like at the beginning of that, just just calls. Yes, yes, I get it. I get it. See, being a grown up, not always fun. I know, but I do. I, I'm so proud of them, and I, I've had the best time. I mean, there's just nothing better than some college baseball that stretches into the summer. I just love it so much, and so it'll be fun to. And that would apply when whether state was in it or not, it would be fun to, it would be fun to watch. I just, I love it. Yeah. I think it'll be, yeah, it should be a good world series. I think it's going to be good all the way around. So I look forward to that. And, um, so that'll be exciting. Mm-hmm. It will so be exciting. I'll be cheering for state. They'll be my team. Thank you. Well, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do I need to send you a cowbell? Well, you might, but it may also be the kiss of death. You may text me after game one and say, hey, why don't you cheer for Oregon State instead or something? <laughs> that's, so, that's right. Hey. Was that, we, we tried the reverse mojo in the State-Alabama game. You remember? Yeah, we did. Where we were we were ahead and ahead and ahead, and so you, you started to cheer for Alabama, like mm-hmm. thinking – or it was a back and forth. I can't remember, but you started to cheer for Alabama, hoping that that would mean that State would win. Yeah, I know. I did. I tried reverse psychology, and it didn't work. So now I guess I'll just go ahead and go with full out that I'm going to be a Bulldog fan for the College World Series. Okay. Well, we appreciate it. Well, we really do. Thank you. Thank you. It's the maroon. The maroon team is easy for me. I have the colors and everything. Oh, it's delightful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so you mentioned to me the other day that there is a show that you have discovered that you really like. Yes, I really like it. Okay, now, I I have powered through this show. There are, the season five just started. There are four seasons of it. Um, there are t- about 12 episodes per season, but it's 30 minutes. So really, it's a 20-minute show by the time you take out the okay. commercials. So here's what I want to say. As it goes on, there are some inappropriate things in this show. I'm not endorsing. <laughs> Just know that I know that up front. So we need to put that disclaimer at the beginning of every podcast. We're going to talk about some things that if you really dig into those things, it may not always be appropriate because that's anything in pop culture. I yes. mean, that's anything that you read, watch, listen to. It's just not going to be sanitized for our consumption at every stage along the way. No. So I just want to say up front that I do I do not condone nor endorse several behaviors or discussions that this show goes into. I do love okay. the premise of it, though. So it's called Younger. I'd heard about okay. it, but I never knew what it was. So it comes on TV land. Um and so, which TV Land, by the way, it's like it's like Paramount TV, TV Land, which is, this is a side note, Kyle Richards from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's where her new show, American Woman, is. Oh, okay. And so I have recorded the first two of her new show, but I have not watched it yet. So I can't tell you about American Woman, but I will say it's gotten really good reviews. 
Oh, good. Okay, good for her. So there's that. But the show I discovered is called Younger, and it's Sutton Foster, who was apparently, I guess she was a Broadway actress and dancer. Yes, she was. Yes. A very famous one. Yes. And she was on a show called Bunheads that I used to like that was by the writers of Gilmore Girls that only lasted like a season or two. So she plays the lead, and so she is a 40-year-old woman whose husband has left her and whose daughter is in college, and she used to be in the publishing industry, and she is desperately trying to get a job, and nobody will hire her because she's a 40-year-old woman who's been out of the workforce for, you know, 17 years. And so she ultimately decides, she and her best friend kind of cook up this thing where they think she can pass as a 26-year-old. So she ends up getting a job as an assistant in this publishing house, but they think she's 26 years old. And so it's kind of all the like, it's about her life, but I like it because it's got little things about the publishing industry, which I think I find kind of fascinating because we kind Mm -hmm. of work in that industry and kind of know stuff. So it's, it's interesting to hear that side of it because they say some stuff that I'm like, that would never happen. And then there's other stuff that's like, oh, that's pretty true to life. Um, but it's got really good characters. Hillary Duff is in it. She plays her best friend. Um, it's just cute and it's quirky and, I love the way they wear their hair. Like they have a lot of different good hairstyles okay, um, and the fashion. So it's like a whole thing. And there's like kind of a love story in it. And I just, it's a really good like summer, like fluffy show. There again, I do not condone everything that is on this show. Um, Please I would allow not, me to make some disclaimers. Yes, I mm-hmm. would not watch this show with my young children. But if you are looking for a guilty pleasure that you want to watch at night after everybody goes to bed, it's a really cute show. Well, I want to watch it. It's I cute. think you'll it sounds like it. darling. Yeah, you'll like it. It's really, I just, I really like it. And it's cute. And it's, it's a good, I got gully on it. And she was like, she texted me last night and she said, I'm already through season two. This is some of my best binge watching work because it's so quick. I know it's just because yeah. it's so quick. So you feel like, oh, I can just turn one on real quick while I'm folding these towels or whatever. And you can get through an episode. Um, so anyway, it's really cute and I like it a lot. Okay. Anything else? Are, are you watching? Um, film anything into anything no I'm southern charm as you know mm. um, this past week was a little better I felt like mm-hmm. yeah I did see I mean I, th- I think we probably got some of the same messages from people I did see that Thomas was not on the reunion show that they recently mm-hmm. filmed mm-hmm. which I think was wise yes mm-hmm. yes I think he's going to end up getting the boot which good go on so um so now Younger has kind of put a hit. Caroline has also got me watching Riverdale, which there again, I do not condone nor endorse <laughs> a lot of the content. Yeah. And it's so cheesy. It's such a cheesy, like, and it's, there's a whole, in season two, this doesn't give anything away, but in season two, there's like a serial killer storyline, of course. Oh, this sounds, this sounds kind of like... Oh, what show am I thinking of? Veronica Mars? Yes, like Veronica Mars. Okay. Yes. It's a it's a cheesier version of Veronica Mars. It's it's okay. not nearly as well done as Veronica Mars, but it has that same kind of undertone. And you have to remember Riverdale is a takeoff from the Archie comics. So I think the whole thing is kind of scripted and filmed to be a little cartoonish and over the top. Okay. I don't know if that was intentional. So, I will just say it is cartoonish and over the top. Is it um it is Mark Consuelos in the show? Yes, he is. He plays Veronica's Kelly dad. Kelly Ripa's husband? Yes, he plays Veronica's okay. dad um, in season two. He wasn't in season one, but he's in season two. Or maybe he came at the end of season one. I can't remember. But anyway, all that to say, she had me watching that. Well, then she and Perry were out of town for two nights earlier this week, and I had to quit watching Riverdale because of the serial killer. As bad as that storyline is, <laughs> I still couldn't watch the serial killer storyline and stay home alone in my house. <laughs> so I had to well, put it on hiatus because apparently I was afraid that the Black Hood, which is how they refer to the serial killer, was going to okay. make a visit to San Antonio. So I, I had to quit watching it for a while. But it, if I mean, it's it's really I don't even know. Younger is super cute. Riverdale is like at this point I'm going to power through because I'm curious enough. But I don't know that I would keep watching it otherwise. Okay. Do you do you by any chance do you follow Kelly Ripa on? On Instagram, I don't. Should I? No, I. I just for some reason the other night I like you know I have traditionally only Instagram is my 
is my social media where I, I follow like all my, my kids from school after they graduate, all my friends from college. Yes. Like that's kind of, that's sort of, I, so I've never really followed famous people on Instagram, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but, um, but recently I think at first I followed Jennifer Garner because yes. Jamie Golden mentioned how much she loved her feed. Yes. And then, so that led to me following Reese Witherspoon. Because she and Jennifer Garner, I think, are friends. And so slowly but surely, I feel like I have added like these women who are our age-ish and well-known to my Instagram feed. And so one night I was like, oh, I bet Kelly Ripa would be a fun person to follow on Instagram. But I think I must not have followed her because... I don't think, but, but, Maybe she never but I just think she's darling. And I, and I always thinking about you saying you could fit her in your pocket. Oh, she's the tiniest so, little thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's Mindy Kaling. I think is a, she's fun to follow on Instagram. Yes, I follow Mindy Kaling. I follow Mindy Kaling. I follow Justin Timberlake. Um, I do too. Jennifer Garner. I follow Kristen Bell. I like following Kristen Bell on Instagram. Oh, I don't follow her. Oh, I need to. Oh, she's a good. She does good. She does funny stories every now and then, and not too many. I I like people who who limit their stories to when they actually have something to say. That's my okay. That's my. I just I don't I don't really care about. And here I'm having eggs for breakfast again this morning. I don't care. Here I am outside. It's hot. I don't care. It's hot where I am too. I don't, don't, that's not an Instagram story. I want to see if you're doing something more interesting than like, here we are driving through the drive-thru. I don't care. (laughs) Just saying. It's, it's, I don't care. Is it the summer version of your year of no? Is it the summer installment of the year of no? I don't care. It's a summer of, I don't care. It's a summer of I do not care. I don't care. Yeah. I want to see something funny, either make me laugh or <laughs> say something interesting. Share some, like there again, I know I always talk about her. Jamie Golden does lovely Insta stories because they are about useful things like makeup that she's informative. tried. They are informative. Mm-hmm. I either learn about a good book. I learn about a new makeup. I bought Physicians Formula Butter Bronzer on her recommendation and I have mm-hmm. really enjoyed it. That's what I want to hear. I don't care that you went to Whataburger today. I don't, I don't care. I don't want to see that. Well, <laughs> that should be, that could be your hashtag that you could leave as a comment on people's Insta stories. <laughs> I don't care. It'd be like the serial killer version of Instagram. Hashtag. I don't care. I don't care. No, I just, I'm just saying you're at the pool and it's hot. Guess what? We could, we could all do that story. Just, I want to see something interesting. Do you follow Chrissy Teigen? No, I do not. Not okay, for any reason. I I, on I, Instagram or on on Twitter, I do. On Instagram, I don't. Okay. I follow her on both. And, and again, I'm not saying that I condone or endorse no. <laughs> some of the things that Chrissy Teigen says. But like, what? Here's what I love: what when Chrissy Teigen gets in her kitchen and starts mm-hmm. to cook. Yeah. And she does those those stories. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Because she. she I feel like, and this is a, a secondary discussion, but like when I watch Ree's show, mm-hmm. and let's say she's cooking a piece of chicken, yeah, I feel like that chicken sizzles and yeah. sears, and 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 looks like a whole different thing than what I get in my kitchen. <laughs> yes, like <laughs> yes, I I have. I mean, there have been so many times where I have thought, I, how do you make chicken look like like? What's happening here that I'm not mm-hmm. doing? Because mm-hmm. it just always looks perfect. So same thing with Chrissy Teigen's Insta stories. When she cooks and like she's searing stuff or she's got a, she's got like a, I don't know, whatever she's making, it always just looks gorgeous. If she puts a salad together, it looks like a million bucks. Yeah. I mean, I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, I agree. But an Instagram salad always looks better than a real life salad, probably because you don't have to eat it. You know? like it, looks, it looks fresh. Yeah. It looks like all the avocado looks so good. Because I think the people that are putting that stuff on, like they know how to take a good food picture, like the lighting is right uh-huh. and the whole thing. And then I'll try to make it. And I'm like, well, this is just lettuce with a can of corn and some beans on it. You know, like this is, I know it's, it's just not nearly as good. So, I know. <clears throat> okay, but that's uh, that's good to know, though. I'll have to follow her. I really have been thinking I need to kind of. I'm gonna about to winnow down my Instagram just a little bit. 
I, I don't know that I'm, I'm not far behind yeah. you. I, there's just a couple. Well, I, I get in this tendency. I'll tell you what happens. I end up following too many fashion bloggers, which speaking of things not looking okay. the same on you as they do on the fashion bloggers. <laughs> speaking of... That I'll be like, well, that is a darling sundress. And then I get it in, I order it, and then I remember, oh, I hate to wear a strapless bra, and I don't really go anywhere that requires a cute sundress for the summer. Right. So there you have it. So I feel like I need to kind of cut down. Okay. I get, I get really do. I'm, I feel like I get, when I talk about being unproductive, I would like to know. It would be interesting to find out, but also sad to add up how much time I've spent watching Insta stories. I know. Yeah. Because I, you just, you just, I don't know, they just play and you just kind of click through mm-hmm. and then suddenly it's like you wake up from a dream and you've been in a time yes. warp. It's, yes. And you, and you really, it's crazy. and I go back to that by and large, you haven't added anything truly beneficial to your life. That's the minority that you've actually like learned something after it's all. Right. Like, I know. I've just watched people. Do that thing where they kick their leg up back and forth and it just repeats yeah. it like 17 times. Like I've just, that's what I've been watching. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I watched your kid run into the sprinkler and out of the sprinkler and into the yeah. sprinkler and out of the sprinkler. Yeah, off the diving like, board, back on the diving board, off the diving, diving board, board, back on the diving yeah. board. Yeah. I don't, uh-huh. no, I don't, I, I, Insta stories are kind of like I am with everything in life. Like I, I, I want to be amused. Like I, if I think you're funny, I will keep you on. Even if you occasionally, you know, have some boring content. If you're funny, that trumps everything. Hey y'all, this is Sophie all by myself in the middle of the podcast. And I want to talk to you for a minute about simple contacts. Listen, one of my favorite things on earth is when I find out or figure out that something that I'm used to doing that typically takes a lot of time has been simplified in a way that really makes my life easier and that is what simple contacts has done y'all it's a total game changer for anybody who wears contact lenses i've worn contacts since i was 14 years old so if you have been in that same kind of boat you know what it's like when you have to go get your prescription year after year just because you need to be able to buy more contacts well simple contacts is changing all of that by using technology to make renewing your prescription and buying contacts super simple here's how it works if you have a phone or you have a computer, you can take the Simple Contacts Vision Test in five minutes from anywhere. And a real doctor will review your test within 24 hours and write you a new prescription. And then boom, you have a fresh supply of your brand new lenses on the way to your door. So you don't have to worry with appointments. You don't have to worry with waiting rooms. You don't have to worry with, oh my gosh, is this going to end up costing a ton of money? Simple Contacts brings the doctor's office to wherever you are whenever you need it. And if you have an unexpired prescription, then you can just upload a photo of that or your doctor's information and order your lenses in minutes for a great price. They do all the hard work for you. A couple of months ago, I needed some new contact lenses. I took the Simple Contacts vision test online. It took just a few minutes right here in my office. And then within a day, I got a notification saying that my lenses were on the way. Simple Contacts offers every brand of lenses. Their prices are really great. The prescription is just $20. The contact lens prices are really competitive and shipping is free. Best of all, listeners of the Big Boo Cast get $30 off their first Simple Contacts order. So to save $30 on your lenses, just go to simplecontacts.com slash big boo or enter the code big boo at checkout also i want to be sure to mention this is not a replacement for your periodic full eye health exam you still need to get those but this is the most convenient way to renew a prescription and reorder your contacts if your vision hasn't changed check out simple contacts and get 30 dollars off by going to simplecontacts.com slash big boo or just enter the code big boo at checkout give it a try I think you will thank me later. Alrighty, back to episode 109. I do have, I have, I have three things I'm looking forward to. Oh, tell us. I'm just in the kind of the immediate genus of, um, did you say the immediate genus? 
I mean, I was trying going to say June-ness, oh. like in June. I thought you were saying like the June is like I'm, the magnus opus of my life. I thought it was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like what is happening? Yes, <laughs> and the phylum and subphylum. Yes. Um, I, I don't even know. Are those even things? I don't even know. Because you talk about something that'll make me black out <laughs> is biology. Oh. Um, okay, so there are two, two musical things that I'm super excited about. Oh, do tell. I don't know that anybody will care about this besides me, but uh, so save it for an story. Is, save it for <laughs> that's what everybody else does. <laughs> yeah, swipe up. Um, okay, so here's the first one. So you know, I love Ben Rector. Yeah, and. I mean, not personally. I mean, I, well, this is one of my favorite things is, you know, way back, way back in the way back when Dave Barnes was doing a comedy tour. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever told this story publicly. Maybe I have. But um, but he was doing a comedy tour. He was coming to Birmingham and he asked if he was going to bring some guys to open and he wanted to know if they could stay at our house mm-hmm. because it was it was all like something that they were sort of doing. Um, on a pretty tight budget, yeah, I think. I, I mean, that. this was probably 10 years yeah. ago. Yeah. And so the two guys were Steve Mokler and Ben Rector. Okay. And so they did their comedy. They opened for Dave. They, Dave did his comedy. They all came back over here and um, and stayed with us. And um, Ben and Steve slept in Alex's bunk beds that oh. that he was in at the time. Mm-hmm. Of course. So sweet. Yeah. Um, and they were so young. I mean, it's 10 years ago. Yeah. So anyway, but I love his, I love Ben Richter's music and he has released a few songs. Like you can, if you look at his album on iTunes, like there were a few songs that'll come out, but the whole album comes out June 29th. I'm so excited about that. And I actually just bought tickets today for his concert here in Birmingham in November. So oh. yay for Ben Rector. Okay. Very fun. Look at that. Does it, you think he'll come back and spend the night in your bunk beds or probably not this time? I doubt it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he will. Yeah. I, I think probably it's a different kind of deal yeah. at this point. Probably so. Um, and then the second thing is, and I can't remember, I think it must have been somebody on Twitter. I don't Or maybe it was a friend texted me and said, have you heard this? And you know how my, all-time favorite band from college is the Indigo Girls. Yes. I loved the Indigo Girls in college and have continued to love them my whole adult life. The The part of me that likes a lyric that you can analyze mm-hmm. and try to, that whole thing. I mean, they're just, they're, they're, their lyrics are so poetic. Anyway, they have a live album coming out, I think next week. Oh. The end of nice. next week. They, um, that they did with the University of Colorado orchestra and so it's all these indigo girls songs that with with orchestral arrangements and there's one or two that you can listen to on apple music right now and the the first one was galileo Mm -hmm. and with that orchestra behind it it is so gorgeous it's so gorgeous good okay well i'm excited about that now too i didn't even know so I can't wait. Like I cannot, I've got it on my calendar. I'm so excited about it. Oh, I just, I, there's something about and a lot of those songs. Like if you look, I just looked to see what was going to be on there. And one of my all time favorite songs of theirs is ghost mm-hmm. and it's on there. I can't imagine how gorgeous that's going to be with an orchestra behind it. And then mystery, I think is so pretty. So I'm so excited about that. Okay. That is very exciting. Okay. Well, that is very exciting. I feel like that's, Pretty much every Gen Xer, like (laughs) anybody who was in college from, I would say, 1988 to about 1996 is going to be real happy about this development, I feel like. Yeah, that's kind of Um, the time frame. mm -hmm. And then the other thing I saw today, and I haven't started to read it yet, but I, I don't again, I don't know how I found this either. But I think it might be up your alley too. What? Hold on. I mean, everybody, well, not everybody. That's that's a gross overstatement. Four people asked me last week about why I, in the middle of the podcast, I bleeped out me yes. talking about something. Your, your inappropriate book. <laughs> so I started to read a description. Here's what happened. I was telling Melanie about a book I'd seen somebody recommend. And I pulled up the description on Amazon and I started to read it and realized that it was sketchy like that it was it was probably not something 
that I would necessarily recommend. Which, given so, everything else we talk about, tells you that it was truly sketchy. I mean, it was. <laughs> That's right. I know. We have devoted some time to Southern Charm, and I didn't feel like I could talk about this book. Yeah, so. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Um, sometimes it's one of those things that you, you don't really think it through until you hear yourself saying it. And you're like, oh, well, that doesn't really sound appropriate. Yeah, that, oh, there's a subtext to that that makes me uncomfortable. Yes. yes. Um, why am I saying so much on this episode? I feel like I've, I've saying something to you yeah. a lot. Maybe I'm. Because you're feeling, you're talking like, about the Indigo Girls, I think. It's your channeling. I am. And I think also it's a lack of interaction with other humans. <laughs> if anything makes me more socially awkward, that was like Perry and Caroline were gone like those two days. And I really didn't do anything. I can't tell you what a hermit I was. I mean, I like stayed home and didn't really talk to another soul. And then it's like they got back and I felt like I was like, I forgot how to make the words work coming out of my mouth. You know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just I've been kind of in a hole, but I was, I don't know. That's just what I did. But I think it makes me more socially awkward. Were you a Devil Wears Prada person? Yeah. Did you did you read or watch it? Yeah. Okay. Both. Listen. I loved both. I loved both. Okay. How about this? What? There's a new book. Oh, I know. Called when? Oh, you know? Yes, but but say it for the audience. Say it for the the imaginary people that are listening. Okay. So there's a new book by Lauren Weisberger mm-hmm. that is called When Life Gives You Lululemons. Which can I just say? Caduce to her for that title. God, it's the best. Um, so, but here's the description. It says, "Like I don't know how I missed that this was coming out, but when I saw this today, I was I was like sold." I, I just did it again. I sang again. Um, okay, it says, "Welcome to Greenwich, Connecticut, where the lawns and the women are perfectly manicured." And then it it goes on to say that Emily Charlton, after leaving Miranda Priestly has been working in Hollywood as an image consultant to the stars, but she's lost clients. And so now she's, she's, she's in Greenwich. And so here we go. I cannot wait. Mm, it's going to be so good. I know. Yeah. That's a good one. I'm excited about that. So that was my third thing that I'm excited about in pop culture. Okay. I'm excited about the Ben Rector album. I'm excited about the Indigo Girls live album with the orchestra. And I'm excited about When Life give you, Gives You Lululemons. I love that. Well, and so, okay. So I have seen the When Life Gives You Lululemons. That's one I'm, we had planned on ordering. Okay. So last time I think I mentioned that I was reading fitness junkie, which I have kind of yes. taken a hiatus from because of my obsession with younger. So I've been watching TV, mm-hmm. but okay. So I went and got my hair cut. Well, I didn't get it cut this morning. I got it colored. I had to get my grays covered this morning, but I went and I brought fitness junkie with me and I'm just having a really hard time. I'm in that, that dilemma of, do I keep reading? I'm about halfway in. Do I Mm -hmm. keep going and hope that it's going to pick up and that it's going to get better? Or do Mm -hmm. I say I'm halfway in and it hasn't picked up or gotten better? Do I let it go? And I never know what to do in that case because sometimes I'm glad that I did. Sometimes I feel like then I end up recommending it. I'm like, just hang on. It gets better. But I, you know, I can't decide because there's other things that I'm wanting to read. And so I'm like, I think in the summer, if you're halfway in, yeah, if you're, if you're halfway in a summer book and it's not holding you, I think it's, it's, let it go. There's too much other stuff to read. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how, well, and I think what happened is I read Young Jane Young, which I loved. And then I read something else, but then I picked up Love and Ruin, which was about Hemingway, which I think I told you was very, it was just slow and it was interesting, but it just was slow. And so now it's like, this is the second book in a row where I feel like I'm having to work to get through it. And I can't figure out because here, I'm the first to say the problem may be with me. It may be a great book. I just, maybe I'm not in the mood for it. Maybe I've gotten too into my Mm -hmm. show whatever, but it's like, I just can't, I can't get into the characters. I can't. So anyway, I'm struggling. So I feel like the next book, I feel like for the, for the good of my literary prowess, the next book I pick up needs to be a winner. Yeah. I get that. You need some, you need a, you need a little payoff. Yep. yep. I need to go strong. So I'm really, I'm carefully weighing. So when life gives you Lululemons, maybe it, I feel like I need to go with a, with a sure fire something. And I feel like, here's what I know. I don't want anything super heavy. Keep it light and breezy, light and everybody. Breezy. That light and breezy. I don't want to have to think. Well, and the other thing is, so as a family, you did ask me and I forgot about this. So we've been watching, speaking of light and breezy, we had decided one of our goals this summer was to watch Band of Brothers because Caroline has never seen it. Oh, 
Um, you love Band of Brothers. I love Band of Brothers. I love it so much. And so, but I haven't really seen it all the way through from beginning to end in probably 15 years. We watched it the summer, Perry, and I watched it the summer that Caroline was about to turn one. Um, and I remember this because I have what I associate with Band of Brothers is that I was trying to lose the last of my baby weight and we would put her to bed and we would turn it on and I would allow myself to eat one York peppermint patty. That was like my <laughs> after dinner. Oh, and my I would, word. I would try, oh, my word. <laughs> and I would sit there and try to make it last the whole time. I would take little tiny bites of my York peppermint patty while we watched Band of Brothers, which in light of what Band of Brothers is about was not really a hardship. Let's be honest. I mean... <laughs> while they were in Baston in the snow with no food and no ammo, they would have loved a York peppermint patty. Um, but we've been watching that and it's so good. God, it's so good. It's so, it's so hard to watch in some ways, but it's, it's so good. And we've really been enjoying that. So every night we tend to watch a band of brothers after dinner. If we're okay. all around. I can't believe it's been that long since it was I out. Know. Well, and when we watched it 15 years ago, it had been out. I mean, it had been out before, I mean, because we had, we watched it on DVDs at the time, and that was kind of late to the, I mean, people had already watched it, it had already been out. So it's been out a long time. Well, I I um, I haven't really been watching anything. Okay. I'm, I'm happy. You're welcome. Thank you and good night. <laughs> I don't know. I really haven't. Though. I mean, besides my normal, and somebody said, somebody, I think it was somebody sent me either a message or it was a comment on Twitter or something. Somebody said, um, Y'all could do a whole podcast on Bravo shows. And I thought, well, we could. We could. Yeah. We certainly could. Yeah. Although I think I may watch more than you do. Yeah. I think I really, other than the Real Housewives franchise and Southern Charm, I think that's all I watch on Bravo. Well, I think, yeah, that's me too. I don't do Vanderpump Rules. No, I don't either. Uh, and I know some people who really like it. I, that's really all I do too. But I watch every city of the Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. I don't miss a one. I know a couple of people have emailed me that apparently there's some rumors about a Real Housewives of San Antonio. Um, Seriously? Yeah, that's what that's But I don't know. I can't tell that. But no one, <laughs> is this where you're going to make? Yes. This And so my big announcement is, yes, they are. They were looking uh-huh, for, uh-huh. for middle class housewives that drive to soccer practice <laughs> to feature on the show. Um, like they want to get me shopping at Target. Um, and so, um, uh-huh. no, I think it. it it appears, and I can't tell if it's a, because remember they had like Real Housewives of Dallas, which I don't feel like was ever a legitimate Real Housewives. It was like a, a, a pseudo Real Housewives. Was that last summer that that was on? Well, it's been on, it's been on two or three summers because I watched it last year. Well, I watched it like I would kind of, I would kind of zip through it last year. Yeah. But I thought it was coming back, but is it not? Well, I don't know if it is. I don't know. Do you remember my friend Height was on it last year? I, I do remember, remember that Hike was on it. I did. Um, but anyway, but this is Real Housewives of San Antonio. I think it's it's more. I think what they're it appears that what they're focusing on it's they're based on the cast and whatever is that they've gone for San Antonio has a lot of Mexican nationals, which are Mexicans that have moved from Mexico to San Antonio and they live here and they right. send their kids to school and they they tend to move up north because you can like North San Antonio because you can build like a huge house up north and like with the gated community and the whole thing. So it appears that they are focusing on that international link between them trying to assimilate into American culture is what the description that I read. Okay. Is. So, okay. So a little bit different angle than what you would different have, than what you would get mm-hmm, on yeah, Dallas. Exactly. So it's, it appears so it would go more that Avenue. And so, um, Anyway, but I can't, I can't figure out if it's, I mean, it's clearly a real thing that they're filming, but then I read something in the paper that was like, maybe these women are just having somebody film them and they're hoping it turns into a show, but maybe it's not Bravo endorsed. I don't know. Basically, I don't know anything about it. It's just out there floating. Okay. So this is, so now I'm Googling because in right now the series is greenlit by Bravo, but it's under the working title, Untitled San Antonio Project. <laughs> Which feels reminiscent of my new book that I'm working on called Untitled San Antonio Project. Listen. So mm-hmm. so it feels very, so it says it follows a tight-knit group of women and their families living in San Antonio who are affluent, sophisticated U.S. citizens or recently naturalized citizens of Mexican descent. 
in their okay. upscale and beautiful gated communities, they will face a new set of challenges in adapting to U.S. culture. That's actually an interesting angle to me, though. That's yeah. Like, okay, I, I mean, I would be interested in that regardless of the socioeconomic part of it. But like, that's an interesting that's an interesting angle. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think if you're going to do it, you have to because I mean, I'm going to be honest, San Antonio is not that interesting. I mean, it's I love it. I'm glad that I live here. But you have to kind of have an angle to me to make it interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's kind of like yeah. if you were to have a real housewives of Birmingham. I mean, yeah. I hey, mean, y'all, I'm going to Publix. I mean, what are, I don't know. What, <laughs> I don't know what that's, that would look like. Yeah, there's not. A, I mean, I, who knows? Maybe there's a whole huge thriving like society high life thing and say I wouldn't know is what I'm saying I mean so but maybe maybe that exists I mean maybe there are all kinds of galas and regatta galas and benefits and I just don't know about those right today Um, I'm gonna wear my rally banana t-shirt on the real housewives (laughs) of (laughs) today I'm going back to Target to get Pedialyte I forgot to get it yesterday you know, like that kind of. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Fresh Market because it's two ninety nine Tuesday. Ground Chuck is two ninety nine a pound on the Real Housewives of Birmingham tonight. Watch and see if I figure out a way to make pork chops taste better than they usually do. <laughs> yeah, have some flavor. Did I ever tell you there's a marinade that the butcher at Fresh Market told me about? Because I was like, "Hey, I, these pork chops look gorgeous." I can't ever mm-hmm. figure out how to get a lick of flavor out of pork chops. Oh, okay. And and there was a marinade he he pointed me in the direction of, and I'll be doggone if it's not it's not the ticket. Now I cannot remember the name of that marinade at this present time, but okay. but there it, it it was a difference maker. I'll say that. Oh, well, you may have you're going to have to look that up and let us know. I will. I'll have to. I'll have to. I'll look the next time I get. I know where it is in the store. I just don't know. I don't know the name of it off, off the top of my head. Okay. That's okay. That's acceptable. Hey, you you mentioned last week that you had made some barbecue chicken. And then I looked for the recipe and couldn't find it. And then somebody emailed me and was looking for the recipe and couldn't find it. Do you think Um, maybe that you could send me the recipe? Yes, I could. I put like on my blog, I think yesterday, I put that recipe. Well, I put kind of how I made it and a version of because the exact recipe when I looked it up, it is not it's a it's a pioneer woman recipe, but it's in her newest cookbook, it's not online, but she had a version of a barbecue chicken that she made online, but just not in a slow cooker. Right. That was what I realized when, cause I looked yeah. for it last week and couldn't find it. Yes. And then I did not make mine in a slow cooker either because, and I'm, I, I feel thankful. I don't, thankful is not the word I'm looking for. I feel justified. I feel validated. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, other people who agreed with me that things cooked in a crock pot all smell the same. It gives it puts uh-huh. a smell in your house. I, I don't cook in my crock pot anymore. So I, anyway, I put part of it. I can send you the exact recipe, but I basically put a version of it on my blog this week. Okay. All right. Um, That's good to know. Yeah, and it's good. So you can find it there. And then um, and then I also put a recipe, and some other people have linked to, those comments may be worth looking at because some other people have linked to some good summer recipes um, because I also have been making this panzanella salad. Um, it's so good. And then I did like, um, like pan-seared steaks and then like sliced them real thin and put them on top of the panzanella salad, and it's delicious. That I could delicious. eat it every night. My people would get tired of it, but I could eat it every single night. It's so good. Well, you and I have a tendency to find one thing that we really love yeah. and, and, we and then just run, run that thing in the ground until yeah. It's, yeah. We've, we've wrung every ounce of enjoyment out of that thing for us and for the people we love. Yeah. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do with this panzanella salad because it's so easy, but it tastes so good. And then we always have, we always have deer steaks in the freezer. And so they're super thin. And so if you just like sizzle those in the skillet for a few minutes with some salt and pepper and then slice them. They're so good. It's it's just, it's perfect summer meal to me. Okay. That sounds delicious. I don't have any, I don't have deer steaks. Well, you could use regular, you could use any kind of steak. You could use chicken. You could put any kind of, but you know, at my house, if it doesn't have meat on it, it does not count as a dinner option. Mm -hmm. So I, I could just eat the panzanella salad as is, but my people who live here like meat. Yes, yes. And then this house, um, that would be the same for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I have to do that. Okay. Anything that we have neglected to mention or need to mention or on this sort of just real life rambly version of the podcast? 
I don't think so. I can't. I mean, I certainly, I mean, what, what more could you possibly want than what we've shared? <laughs> how, how could your life not be enriched by these? Yeah. I, I was I just, just talking to my friend Casey before we started recording and I was telling her we were, we were talking about dumb stuff that we wake up in the middle of the night and think about. Yes. Like real, like when you get something super superficial or silly on your brain and then you wake up and Mm -hmm. that's all you can think about and that's where I am right now with with my nail polish because the last time I went I get Mm. over I get overwhelmed in the nail salon by all the colors and so I went in with a color in mind but but they did not have that color in the in the gel Mm. and so then I then I was just well do I I I thought well I don't want to get funny bunny again because I feel like that's always my go-to and so the woman who was doing my my manicure picked out a color for me. She said it would be beautiful on my skin. Yes. And it's a little bit of, a, it's kind of a lavendery gray blue, which I is not that. my, so it's a yeah. lot of, it's a lot of color for me on my hands. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, I'm, I'm ready to move on from it. And, and I am in a couple of days. Okay. And so that was one of the things that I wake up thinking about like, golly, I really don't like this at all. Oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm. I hate that. And then you feel like you're kind of stuck with it till the next time. Yeah, because, you, you know, you want to get your money's worth out of it. But you said last time that you were, try- you were trying kind of a, a blue, a summery blue. Do you like it? I did. I do like it. Okay, so I was trying to decide. I can't remember the other one, but what I ended up with is Susie Without a Paddle. Yes. Is what it's called. And it's like a light, it's kind of a light, I would, I would describe it as like a Tiffany blue. Okay. But a little bit lighter, so it's a little paler, but I like it. I mean, I wouldn't want it. It would not be an all-the-time color for me, but for a summer color, I like it. Um, because it's, it's a, I'm about to sound like Martha Hudson. It's not a turquoise blue. It's more of a blue-blue, but it's a pale blue, you know, but it doesn't have, because I've done before where I think I want a turquoise, and then it has too many, like, the green undertones are too much. Yeah. But this is more of a cool blue. Okay. So I just... It's, it feels a little more neutral to me. So I actually, I like it. I, I probably don't like it as much as just a good pale pink, um, but mm-hmm. I do that all the time. So I felt like I needed to do something a little different. That's that's right where I live. You know, I like a, yeah. I'm, I'm much more of a neutral person. So sometimes when I, when I get an actual color, I feel like I'm living with a stranger's hands. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. you know, I don't yeah. know whose yeah. fingers these are, but they must not, they're not mine. So I'm not sure yeah. how to move through Well, that. and that's, I only got my toes done. I'm not, I'm, I'm giving my nails the summer off. So I'm just keeping them neutral. And cause I, I don't think I would like this on my hands. I like it on my toes. Okay. I don't think I would do it on my fingers. Cause I'm, I, I'm really every now and then if my nails get a little bit longer and it's the winter, I may like to do like a dark color is a, but my, my go-to is always a natural mm-hmm. nail, like a pretty pale pink or a white or something like that. I'll be funny bunnying it up the next time I go. Yeah, well, yeah, because you don't want to lose sleep over that. That's no, and I really haven't lost sleep, but it's just like you know when you're when you get up in the middle of the night and you're trying to go back to sleep and just random things go through your mind. Oh, listen, that's that's where I live. That's called (laughs) every day for me. Yeah, like, yeah. Last week I spent a lot of time debating about a pair of shoes. Um, This is Uh not to say that there aren't actual issues in my life and actually real issues in the world that I think about. I do, but it's just, I can't fix those things. So I tend to, I'll fixate on something that I can fix. Do I I really Uh want these shoes or not? I can fix that. Like Uh I can make a decision about that. So do I want funny money or do I want something else? Yeah, I know. Well, that's like I had ordered from Nordstrom, like this little like black romper thing that I thought was going to be cute. And then I got a notification like two days ago that they aren't going to be able to fulfill my order that it's sold out. I guess they're not getting any more in or whatever. And so I really got concerned about do I need to find another option? And then what I came to the realization of the next morning after I'd lost sleep over that important thing was, no, I don't need one. Like, I don't even need that. I don't know why I thought I needed that in the first place, which goes back full circle to, I need to follow, quit following some people on Instagram because I start thinking that I need stuff that I don't need. I know you get the, you get the won't, the wants a little bit if, you, if yeah. you're looking at too much stuff. Yeah. Cause I'm like, well, that's just darling. And look how she wore that to a picnic. And then I'm like, well, I'm, <laughs> Number one, she's 25. And number two, she actually goes to a picnic. And I don't want to go to a picnic because it's hot and it's outside. So I'm not going to do that. So therefore, I don't need a black romper. 
Jamie Golden said that on the most recent episode of the podcast. She said, um, towards the end, she said, I don't, I don't want to go to your picnic. I don't want to eat food outside yes. with you. Like, I, I don't want to. Thank you. I don't. No, nope. no. They're just flies. And I feel like these days, like even in San Antonio, where did I go? I went to eat somewhere with, I guess it was with Gully the other day. And they were like, would y'all like to sit outside? And you want to go, why are you even asking that? Like, no, mm-hmm. we don't want to sit. Have you felt outside? I don't care mm-hmm. what kind of fans you have. I don't care what kind of cooling system you have. I don't want to eat outside. There are flies. There are mosquitoes. It's hot. I don't want to eat outside. I'm with Jamie on that. Alrighty. So I guess uh, that's, that's about it. I, listen, okay. it's, it's, it's an episode is what it is. It's it is. maybe, well, and when you have two people who have basically done nothing, I mean, it's hard to generate content. That's right. Hey, I went to Zumba last week. That was as much as I could give y'all. That was. Yeah, that's it. But we're trying. We're going to read some new books and watch some new shows. And I'm sure at some point I'll get some beauty products and we'll just kind of keep going forward with all kinds of interesting up to the date information. Oh, did I tell you? Oh, I did not tell you. What? That when I went to the, I had to go to the dermatologist I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And um, they always have Jane Iredale products at my dermatologist, and I've never yeah. really paid attention. But I've used that It Cosmetic CC Cream for really, I mean, like a year and a half. And I've kind of wanted to switch just something a little bit different, like mm-hmm. a couple of times. I, like, I, didn't, I don't know. And so I got some, um, some Jane Iredale BB Cream. Hold on, and I will tell you specifically oh. what it is called. And let me let me find the name of it. Um, have you ever used any Jane Iredale stuff? I have not. My mama used to love it. She used to love her Jane Iredale. Um, hold on, for some reason the internet's not working. And so it is called um, Jane Iredale Glow Time. That's oh. right. Mm-hmm. Glow time, full, um, full coverage mineral BB cream. Oh. And I have to tell you, like, because I was kind of, deba- I was trying to decide between the Jane Iredale tinted moisturizer and the BB cream. Mm-hmm. And I went with the BB cream because it has a little bit more coverage. Yeah. Um, and I just like the way it felt on my skin a little bit better. And I, I really like it. It's really pretty. Like it's, oh, okay. it's got just a tiny little bit of, no, it's not shimmer, but there's just, there's a little something to it that is light reflecting. And, mm. and I'm, when I tell you, I use the tiny, like I put just a tiny little, like, I mean, seriously, a fifth of the size of a dime. Not even, I mean, not even that, like just a tiny little squeeze of it on the, um, on my hand and then put it on my face yeah. and I really like it. And it's really good coverage. Like it's, and it's got, I think it's got 25 SPF in it. If you need a little extra as far as that goes, but it's pretty, it's really pretty on. Okay. Well, I may have to try that out at some point. I guess I'll start wearing makeup again and I'll have I was to gonna try say, that out. I've worn makeup about, I don't know. Four times since I bought it, but every time I have enjoyed it. Okay. All right. Well, I will put that on my list to try. I really have not. I mean, I'm just for, in case anybody's interested, still on my uh, rosehip oil. I still use my Teddy mm-hmm. Organics rosehip oil. And that's really about all I've been doing to my face. I wash it and I put on my oil, the end, and sunscreen, and then sunscreen. And that's it. I still, I like the, um, I still like rosehip oil, and then I, but I also like my um, the Sunday Riley stuff that that I've been using that I yes. can't think of the name of. Title the title. Names are true. The title. Thank yeah. you very yeah. much. Yeah, because I ordered a little sample of that after you told me about it, and I have been using that. And I will say, you know, the other thing that I see now, I'm just remembering, I got and but I didn't <laughs> buy it. It was a sample, but it's um, I got it at my. Um, the girl that does my hair at mm-hmm. my salon, she put it in my little bag when I had bought some products last time. And it's like an eye cream. And I'm really not one to like, I'm not one like, oh, I need an eye cream necessarily. I don't know why it just, that's not my, I have other issues. That's not my, but it right. feels so good under my eyes. And like, and I really think like, it was one of those where I put it on. I was like, well, this immediately feels different. I mean, like, oh. um, it's called, hold on, I'm looking it up. It's, um, that hy- hyaluronic, you know, hyaluronic 
um, which, you know, the hyaluronic I don't know. acid. Well, hyaluronic is everywhere right now. It's a very big ingredient. Okay. It's the hyaluronic marine do it right, D-E-W, do it right eye gel. And okay, so, it's a gel. It's a I enjoy gel. a gel. And so like it's real cool when you put it on. Like it feels very cool and very moisturizing. And this says eyes look dewy, smooth, and hydrated immediately and for up to 72 hours. And I would agree with that. And a little bit goes a long way. Like I have this little sample and like it immediately, like when you put it on, you're immediately like, well, I have less wrinkles under my eyes than I just had. Okay. Yeah. It's I have not committed to buy a whole thing of it yet, but... I have enjoyed the sample very much. I'll tell you something else I've enjoyed the four times I've worn makeup this summer. I felt like I needed for like a, some kind of primer for my eye makeup, mm-hmm. just something on my on my eyelids. And I've used the Urban Decay one before, but I really was not in a mood to go spend a whole bunch of money on an on an eyeshadow mm-hmm. primer. Mm-hmm. But so I just bought the Elf one yeah. at the at the like at the drugstore or Target or somewhere. Yeah. And it's just a little elf eyeshadow primer. It's $5, $6, something like that. And so I just put it on and then you just kind of tap it in and it really does make a difference. Oh, okay. Then that's like, that's just a little inexpensive product that really does make a difference in terms of how your eye makeup goes on and then how well it stays on. So, yeah. which is where I have trouble because apparently I touch my eyes a lot. Okay. So. Okay. Well- Hello, it's me again, because normally this is where we'd sort of wrap it up and we'd say we'd talk to y'all later and Melanie would say bye everybody and I'd say bye everybody and then we'd go away. But for some reason that part didn't record and I didn't know that until I edited the whole thing. So I just thought I would pipe in right here and say bye everybody. And know that in her heart, Melanie says bye, everybody, too, but didn't record it when she said it. We're get, we'll get all this worked out, y'all. Thanks for bearing with us. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.